Buenas tardes, buenas tardes, buenas tardes. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. All right, folks, I actually had recorded this yesterday and it would have been in your hands earlier today, but I messed up some of the details in what I was saying about one of the studies that I'm about to present to you guys. And so therefore, I wanted to make sure that I was accurate. So I'm actually going to, I've got my Kindle on my lap. I'm actually going to read a little bit of it just to make sure that I get this thing right this time. So here is the study. I'll start with giving you the study and then I'll talk about, you know, what this means and then applications for us. So the study looked at, uh, this was done in 2007 and what they, what the researchers did was they took cleaning staffs at seven hotels and they essentially just divided up the cleaning staff in, in half. Okay. Now one group, uh, what they were told was, Hey, y'all are, uh, y'all are burning a lot of calories just given the amount of movement that you guys have and what you guys have to do to perform your jobs. And so we just wanted to let you know that. And we wanted to let you know that you're actually meeting uh, some recommendations by the Surgeon General. Uh, you you qualify for an active lifestyle, literally simply because of the work that you do. Uh, you know, you're moving around and you're, you're just, you're burning calories. It's a good thing, right? Um, and then the other half of this cleaning staffs at these hotels, they weren't told anything. Okay. And that's the experiment. Like, like, like that's it. There was no manipulation of work hours or what they were required to do on a particular day or anything like that. Literally one of the cleaning staffs is told y'all are burning a lot of calories. You guys are meeting the recommendations by the surgeon general of uh, active lifestyle. And the other group was not told anything. Now here's what's, here's what's interesting. I'm actually going to read this quote from the study. It said, although actual behavior did not change, as I said, four weeks after the intervention, in other words, the talk to one of this half of the staff and no talk to the other half, the informed group, the ones that were told, perceived themselves to be getting significantly more exercise than before. In other words, now that they were made aware, they somehow thought that they were more active than they were, but, but they but they really weren't, okay? Because nothing changed. Um, and then because of this, they measured them on a couple of things. Uh, these people actually, they lost weight. Uh, their blood pressure went down. Their BMI went down um, and some other measures there that they took. Essentially, they became more healthy individuals. Now, again, to reiterate, there was no change in their behavior. There was no change in their schedule. Nothing was different other than the fact they were now made aware, right? You guys move a lot when you work. Do you know that? And you guys are burning calories when you do that. Did you know that? Oh, and did you know that, you know, the Surgeon General put out these guidelines and you guys are actually meeting them with the amount of movement that you do? Literally, that's it. And and they showed improvements in health markers versus the group that just literally wasn't told anything. So what does this mean? Right? Well, in the, in, in what I just read from you from the book perception, it said they perceived themselves to be getting more exercise than they actually were. In other words, they believed now that they were exercising more than they had been previously, but that, that wasn't true. That that's not true. Right? But it's a belief. 
And because they held that belief now that they didn't have before, keeping all things the same, they lost weight. And they lowered their blood pressure and all of these wonderful things. So what I want to talk to us about is the the power of belief. How important is it? It's the most important. That, that's what it is. It's the most important. The power of belief. Now, how could I say that? How could I make that kind of a statement? Because if you take this study, nothing changed except the belief. And the change in that belief was enough to kickstart positive change. Just the belief. There wasn't anything extra being done. There wasn't any extra exercise. There wasn't any extra, uh, you know, movement. It was just simply a belief being made aware. That is such good news for us, folks, if you're listening to this. Because we can hang our hat on that. And what does that mean? Well, it means that, wait a minute, are you telling me that if I take some of my beliefs captive, if I change some of my beliefs for the better, that, that things are, will improve for the better? Absolutely, 100%. That's exactly what I am saying to you. Now, it's time to get to work, right? Because there's application to be done. How do we do this? Well, the quick answer is simple. Go find out what your beliefs are when it comes to different things and figure out whether or not they are helping you or hurting you. Become a better version of yourself. Okay, bye. See you later. Ladies and gentlemen, the problem is it's not that simple because where do our beliefs lie? Where do they reside? The answer is they reside in a very deep place a place that's hard to access, our subconscious. You see, the subconscious is, it's, it's hard to get to, it's hard to access, but the subconscious doesn't ask anybody permission to actually work and do things. So on one end, we've got like this location that we know that we need to get to in order to access these beliefs, in order to question these beliefs, in order to identify whether they're helpful or not. And it's, and it's hard to get there. And like, while we're trying to get there, these subconscious beliefs are not just sitting around waiting for us to arrive. They're working. And if you think about this and the way that this plays itself out, There are things that you and I do every single day subconsciously that are a product of our beliefs. We don't even think about them because the part of the brain that they're in, the subconscious area, it just literally says, we are going to do this or we are going to think this because that's that's what we do. Because this is how we've been trained and we don't ask 
questions. We just get to work and do these things. We don't ask, hey, is that is it a good idea for us to think this way? Is it a good idea for us to do these things? We don't ask those kinds of questions. We don't look that far down the road. All we do is say, oh, look, here's a file. It says belief. Okay, great. Like afraid of snakes. Okay, so when I see a snake, I'm afraid. And I just do that, whether it's helpful or not. And that's what makes this difficult is that a lot of our beliefs, they've, we, we've executed, you know, actions and thoughts and things of that nature so many times with these beliefs that we would have problems finding and identifying them. And what compounds this even more is, are they even mine? Are they even my own personal beliefs? And I talked about this a few episodes ago. Where, where, did, where did they come from? But again, this subconscious ha- doesn't have a filter like that. So we've got to get in there and we've got to identify helpful or not. And if they're not helpful, then we've got to get them. We got to take them and we've got to get them out of there. Now notice, like that should be top priority for us on our journey towards becoming a better version of ourselves. That should be top priority in terms of going after any goal that you have set for yourself. Top priority should be what beliefs do I need to have in order to achieve this goal? Do I currently possess those beliefs within my subconscious? And if you don't, then please understand that you can train as hard as you want. You can become as knowledgeable you know, on the subject that you're trying to be successful at as you want. You can do all of these things under the sun. But if you don't change those inherent beliefs that you need to have in order to be successful in that area, you will not be successful. Now, conversely, let's flip this coin over because there's good news here. Conversely... If you can identify what beliefs do I need to have in order to become a better version of myself, what beliefs do I what beliefs do I need to have in order to accomplish these kinds of goals, then guess what? Just like the study with this cleaning staff, you don't need anything else. What do you mean, Mario? I don't need to read that book? Not necessarily. What do you mean, Mario? I don't need to try this new kind of workout or workout regimen? Not necessarily. What do you mean, Mario? I don't need to necessarily like, like, you know, get with this coach or do this thing or what have you. Not necessarily. I'm not trying to put anybody out of business, but not necessarily is the answer. Why is it the answer? Because once you change that, once you possess these beliefs that will allow you to become a better version of yourself and or give you a better opportunity to achieve your goals, then all of these other things take care of themselves. Again, what happened with this cleaning staff? They were made aware that they were living an active lifestyle and that they were burning calories. And all of a sudden, these metrics began to trend in the positive direction. Weight loss blood pressure, BMI, those things. 
They didn't work on losing weight first. The belief came and then those things happened. They weren't even necessarily expecting them to happen, by the way, because it was a, it was a study. So it wasn't like the, you know, the, the researchers were able to tell them, Hey, so by the way, with us telling you this, we really hope that you lose some weight. I mean, they literally just said, Hey, here's some information. And then they walked away. So these, you know, individuals were not even made, it, it wasn't even made known to them. Like, why are you telling me these things? Like, what's the purpose with telling me these things? But we're not a part of any study. We're not a part of an experiment. So I'm telling you, if you change your beliefs in some different areas in regards to your performance, in regards to becoming a better version of yourself, in regards to going after and achieving some goals that you have set for yourself, then what is going to follow are going to be positive changes. And I don't know what that looks like. Remember, I said not necessarily. Maybe it does mean that you identify and realize, hey, it'd be a good idea to read that book. Maybe it does mean that you identify and go, hey, you know what? It would actually be good for me to work with that coach. Maybe you do identify some of these things. It's possible. But again, once you do this, that will be made known to you. So in closing, ladies and gentlemen, our beliefs... They are, they are so powerful. They, they drive performance down to its very essence, down to its core. Performance is driven by our beliefs. So it would be a good idea for us to question what beliefs we hold and figure out whether we're actually doing this the right way or whether we're actually hurting us and stunting our growth. Because as I've said before, and then I'm going to be done, when an individual is not successful doing something, sometimes there are uncontrollables out there and we just chalk it up to that and that's fine. Okay. For that, really can't, really can't give an answer. But oftentimes, ladies and gentlemen, it's small. It's a small thing. And, and from what I've seen from my professional experience, when you look at an athlete in performance, it's not training and it's not some of those things that are holding them back from having that performance that they feel they could have. It's not the nutrition side of things. It's not the sleep side of things. I mean, sure, those things can be done better, but, but those things aren't the things that are, that are anchoring them more than anything else. It's it's this. It's when we drill down, what beliefs do you have? Namely, the belief in yourself. Oh, you didn't really necessarily think you could do that. Oh, okay. So therefore, I mean, you can sleep and eat the right food and train all you want. I don't know that you're necessarily going to get what you want because, because we're missing the foundational part of all of this, which is you got to believe in yourself and the fact that you feel you can do this. So folks, we got some we got some work to do. Question those beliefs. Challenge those beliefs. Hold them under a microscope. Change them up. Shake yourself up. Become a better version of yourself. All right, that's what I've got for you today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time.